Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It is Friday, September 22nd, 2023. This week, attorneys in the Delphi murder case blame an old Norse god. Russell Brand is canceled. And Columbus police target an 11-year-old girl. All this and more. Stay tuned. Yes. Super excited. We are all pumped to have James Author Renner. James Renner. That James Renner has zeroed in. James Renner once again drops a bombshell. Investigative James journalist Renner. reporter James Renner. James Renner, who's been James on the podcast Renner. a long time. Writer, James Renner. James Renner. And welcome back to True Crime This Week with me, James Renner. Uh, yes, as always, I want to thank Walter for Man of the Camera. Thanks for being here, Walter. Walter's back from uh, hiking the Appalachian Trail. Glad you uh, did okay out there. Um, also, so a little bit of news at the top of the program here. I'm happy to say I finished the new season of The Philosophy of Crime. Uh, it's being... Uh, the, we're putting music in it right now. So um, I'm hoping to have it out in mid to late October. But the new season is coming. Six new episodes of The Philosophy of Crime. If you haven't found my other podcast, by the way, uh, check it out. Anywhere you get your podcasts. I do a season a year. Each season, six episodes. There's now like 30, I think 30 episodes are up already. So uh, get caught up before the new season. Let's get over to the top stories. All right. No doubt about it. This is the biggest news in true crime this week. The Delphi murders case went off the rails this week. And apparently Richard Allen's attorneys are batshit crazy. On Monday, Allen's attorneys Andrew Baldwin and Bradley Rossi uh, filed court documents in the case that outline their theory, the theory that the defense will try to present should this go to trial. Their theory is that 14-year-old Libby German and 13-year-old Abby Williams were ritualistically sacrificed by a religious cult of white nationalists. This according to the Daily Beast. These white nationalists, these neo-Nazis, are supposedly members of a Norse religion known as Odinism, which worships the god Odin and believes that races should not mix for fear of invoking Ragnarok or something. Um, Allen's lawyers are trying to use this theory as a weird excuse to get some evidence in the case thrown out, uh, including the gun that police found in Allen's house that links him to the crime scene. 
In these motions, they also directly name uncharged suspects and provide graphic details of the crime scene, which should have never been made public. The stuff in here, in the, it's a, I think, 136-page document. It's just horrific. Um, a few things to say about this. This is uh, just an FYI. There's not one single case of a ritualistic cult murder in the United States. It doesn't happen. Outside of film and TV, it doesn't happen. It's, 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 a, it's a myth. Um, when cults kill people, it's generally like mass suicide, stuff like Jonestown and Heaven's Gate. That's, that's how they do it. This idea that there are secret cults operating like in the Midwest and in, you know, this room, it's, this is what caused the satanic panic of the late 80s when people would just become fearful that the people running their daycare center were secret Satanists and doing rituals with their children. It sent a lot of innocent people to prison and I'd hate to see a slide back that way. There, this stuff doesn't happen. Especially like these white nationalists are going after young white girls. It just, none of this makes sense. Um, reading through the motion, like I said, it made me physically ill. This is obviously a transparent attempt to muddy the waters and get the press to jump on a scary cult story um, about some bizarre thing that might be happening in their neighborhood. Um, they know that if they can just convince one stupid juror that of this crazy cult conspiracy, um, it's really all they need. But what makes it what makes it truly evil, I think, is that these lawyers are certainly smart enough to know it's all bullshit, and they're trying it anyway. It's terribly ins insincere and very manipulative. Uh, I also think it levels, it, it, uh, I think it rises to the level that there should be at least a hearing or an investigation by the bar. Um, these guys... <laughs> They <laughs> should lose their law license for what they did this week. Don't believe a word of it. Russell Brand had a bad week. Former comedian and anti-vaxxer Russell Brand was canceled this week after an investigation by the UK's Sunday Times uncovered several allegations of sexual assault and rape. The incidents allegedly occurred between 2006 and 2013, while he was working for the BBC and starring in forgettable films. One woman claimed she was raped at his home after rejecting the, his suggestion, suggestion of a threesome. She was treated at a rape crisis center after the attack, but did not file a police report because she feared the backlash, according to Vox. Another one woman claimed she was only 16 years old when she dated Brand and that he forced his uh, penis down, his, down her throat. Uh, he apparently liked to call her the child, so gross. Uh, Brand denied the allegations almost as vehemently as he denies mask mandates. Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk, and Alex Jones, otherwise known as the three horsemen of the social media apocalypse, say that Brand was targeted by the mainstream media because of his alternative views. Though personally, I think it's less likely his treatment by the media is about his, his insane views on COVID, than it is on, you know, all the raping. 
Have you seen this video circul circulating on TikTok that shows police from Columbus responding to, that's Columbus, Ohio, responding to a sexual grooming crime involving an 11-year-old girl? This actually could be the most infuriating thing I've ever seen on TikTok, and that says a lot. Uh, the father of this 11-year-old girl posted the video on TikTok last Friday, and it's like at a million views by now. So here's what happened. Um, some adult man was corresponding with an 11-year-old girl online, and this was the, the, the guy's daughter um, uh, who filmed this video. I'm sorry, I'm stepping over myself. Here we go. He allegedly, this, this man allegedly groomed this 11-year-old girl into sending him nude pictures. Now, when her dad learned about this, he contacted the police, as you would, as you should. The police took their time getting to his house, hours, and they didn't arrive until after midnight. They were captured by the doorbell camera at this, this father's house. Um, the father answers the door, is at first happy to see them, grateful that they came, happy that this investigation starting, but the conversation quickly takes a turn, like in a matter of seconds. The female officer who has responded tells the man that his daughter might be arrested. The dad's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, this is, this is an 11-year-old girl, you know, why would she be in trouble? The officer says that the 11-year-old girl was producing child pornography. The father calmly, I don't know how he kept his cool in this, reminds them that his daughter is 11 years old and was being groomed by an adult, that she is, you know, the victim of a crime, to which the officer tells him, quote, it doesn't matter, she's still creating it, end quote. The father then quickly ends the conversation, closes the door, and the officers walk away. Now, stuff like this happens all the time, but now we've got a, a video showing how this stuff is happening. Uh, and now the officers are in trouble, as they should be. The chief of police in Columbus has apologized to the father. People all over the globe are weighing in on this. Rebecca Epstein, the executive director of the Center of Gender Studies and Opportunity, pointed out to the Associated Press that our culture seems to be assigning complicity to girls who are too young to legally even consent to sex. Very good point. Doesn't even appear that the police investigated the adult who was grooming this girl. It's very weird, right? Like, this can't be the world we live in in 2023. Go check out the video. You will but be prepared to be angry if you haven't seen it already. It's actually worse than it sounds. So far, the officers have not been named, but hopefully they can soon find a job better suited for them. I hear Subway is hiring. And uh, lots more to come after the break. I got to tell you about the Lauren Cook case. If you haven't heard about that already, we're going to talk about John Venables and uh, updates in several uh, cold cases, some weird news, lots of stuff. Stay with me. I'll be back in two and two. Please hang up and try again. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we're back with Ace Crawford, Private Eye, starring Tim Conway. There's a concerning story developing out of Virginia. Lauren Cook and her three young children have been missing for two weeks. This is a young mother, three kids. Police are considering it a missing person's case, but Lauren's husband is not. On Monday, her husband, Jordan Cook, claimed he was in contact with his missing wife and the kids. It says, hey, don't worry, they're fine, according to the New York Post. But the children are listed as missing still on the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children uh, website. And police say they have no proof that what Jordan is saying about this contact is actually true. The Franklin County Sheriff said they must make in-person contact with Lauren and the kids before they consider them safe. According to police, Lauren was supposed to show up for a scheduled appearance in Franklin County Juvenile and Domestic Relations Court on September 13th. When she failed to show up, a missing persons probe was launched. Family members say they have not heard from her or the kids since September 5th or 6th. Obviously, we know where this, this story is going. Hopefully, it's not true uh, and that they really are safe. Since their disappearance, 
Lauren and the kids were known to have been in Litchfield, Illinois, about 700 miles away, but there's been no recent cell phone activity. Her phone last pinged near Lexington, Virginia on September 7th. True crime addicts in the UK are up in arms about the upcoming parole hearing for John Venables. If you haven't heard about this guy, if you don't know about this guy, in the States it's not such a big case as it is in the UK, but this is the stuff of nightmares. Venables is well known in England because in 1993, when he was just 10 years old, he and his friend Robert Thompson lured two-year-old James Bolger away from a shopping center in Merseyside before killing him. They were the youngest people to stand trial for murder in the UK. After his release for that murder in 2001, Venables changed his name to avoid retaliation. But then in 2008, Venables was arrested for possession of cocaine, according to The Guardian. And in 2010, he was arrested for downloading images of child abuse. In 2017, he was again arrested for possessing, possessing child abuse images. In his home, police found a, a manual for pedophiles and more than 1,100 illegal images. A two-day parole hearing is scheduled in November, and he may be released again. James Bulger's mother speaking out against the hearing in an effort to keep this dangerous man in prison. Now, what's interesting about the laws in the UK is this, this whole name change, right? He was convicted of this murder that happened when he was 10 years old. And so they wanted to give him another chance. They allowed him to change his name. And in the UK, you can't publish pictures of what he looks like now. Several people have been arrested for posting images of, of what they say is John Venables today uh, or posting his new names. And these people have gone to prison over this, over just showing pictures of him. Very, it, it, this would be very different if it was the United States. And I'm not exactly sure where I stand on that. Obviously, I'm all for giving people a second chance. This Though, this case seems like an exception. This seems like this guy cannot be rehabilitated. Uh, although, you know, perhaps what he should be, he, perhaps he should be in a, in a mental asylum as, as opposed to prison. I don't know. But what a terrible, <laughs> creepy, twisty case this is. But please do not be posting pictures of him online because they're taking this very seriously. And like five or six people have already ended up going to prison for sharing this guy's name and picture. Very strange. Strange twisty case out of New Orleans came to a close this week. This began August 7th when 41-year-old Melvin MD and his son went kayaking on the Mississippi River about 30 miles west of New Orleans, according to People.com. The boy came back. Melvin did not. His son told police that his father had gone overboard and drowned. But when police looked into Melvin's past, they discovered that he was supposed to be in court in North Carolina that same day for statutory rape. And since nobody was found, since no body was found, they wondered if he really was dead. They contacted detectives in North Carolina and learned that Melvin was supposed to be wearing an ankle monitor as a condition of his release. So they checked out the data from that ankle monitor and it showed that Melvin had stopped at a Walmart then they traced his transaction to the purchase of two prepaid cell phones. Those phones led them to Oklahoma, but he stopped using the phones a short time later. So they knew this guy was around, that he was alive, um, but they had to keep that quiet because they didn't want him to know that they knew. 
then last Sunday, a Georgia State Highway Patrol officer spotted a mo motorcyclist, and there was no plate on the motorcycle. So they initiated a stop, and the driver attempted to flee. They caught up with the man and arrested him. First, he gave a fake name, but his fingers, fingerprints came back to Melvin M.D. He's in the process of being extradited back to North Carolina at this time. Police in Georgia solved a 50-year-old cold case this week, according to the Associated Press. I love it when they solve these old, old cases. There's no way these cases would have been solved without this new tool, this great new invention of genetic genealogy. I love this stuff. On Monday, Cobb County District Attorney Flynn D. Brody Jr., Esquire, identified the murderer of nine-year-old Debbie Lee, sorry, Debbie Lynn Randall, as one William Rose. Debbie Randall was in the third grade in 1972 when she was abducted while walking home from a laundromat. She was raped and strangled to death. Her body was found 16 days after her kidnapping. Over the years, police fielded hundreds of leads and came up short. Recently, DNA evidence was tested and a partial profile of a suspect was found. Family DNA search led genealogist to William Rose's family tree. Rose himself died by suicide in 1974, two years after Debbie's murder. But now, case closed. Let's go over to weird news. This is one of those viral stories that kind of took off this week. If you haven't heard about it yet, uh, you should check it out. The videos, there's video online that you might want to see. Uh, video was released this week showing police in Birmingham, Alabama tasing a band director at a high school football game after the band director refused to stop conducting. The officers asked band director Johnny Mims to get his band to stop playing so that they could finish getting people out of the stadium and make it back home in time to catch the new episode of Yellowstone, I guess. Uh, but if you've ever met a band director, they don't exactly take kindly to being told what to do. They're already the alpha in that situation. This guy's band um, just wasn't going to stop playing. They, they hadn't finished their set. He wanted to finish it out. And if you have somebody in, in band, you know how important that is to the, to the band members themselves. And it wasn't like they were any threat to the police, by the way. This guy didn't like show any aggressive action other than conducting. Uh, so he's like, what's the worst they can do? Well, small time security guards don't like being told what to do either. So they tased him. It was an egregious violation of the man's basic human rights, and the officers certainly overstepped their authority. But in their defense, the band was playing yakety sax. So. Um, over to pop culture. Again, I'm recommending this documentary on Netflix about the Boy Scouts' abuse situation. It's called Scouts Honor, The Secret Files of the Boy Scouts of America. It's on Netflix. The whole thing's out there. You can watch it. Get caught up on what's been going on in this weird mm, youth program. Um, not for nothing, but this week I was invited to testify at the State House in Columbus here in Ohio. We are trying to pass a bill called House Bill 35, which is the, it's actually called the Scouts Honor Bill, I believe. 
And what it will do is get rid of the statute of limitations on abuse cases for the Boy Scouts for like a year. And the reason they're doing this is through the Boy Scouts bankruptcy settlement, there's this large chunk of money parked to award to victims of abuse within the Boy Scouts over the last 50 years. And in Ohio, you cannot get the full amount owed to you because our statute of limitations ran out at like 20 years. So this gives kind of like a, a year-long pause on that so that they can recoup their full amount. So it's, it's, it's for a good cause. Um, it's it's uh, passed the House. It's now in the Senate. So hopefully, hopefully we get that passed. Um, the reason, one of the reasons I'm so interested in this is I've done a ton of research on the Boy Scouts in this past year. I've got a book about the Boy Scouts coming out next year. That'll be my new book. And um, I, I have lots more to say about it, but uh, it is uh, frightening. The, 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 no, we don't fully understand the magnitude of this scandal yet, but uh, I think slowly it's coming out. And for the book this week, I want to tell you about uh, the new book, The Murder of Angela Michelle Lawless. Uh, let's get into it. Um, it's, it's by author Stephen Snodgrass. Uh, here's the write-up. In a small Missouri town in 1992, the body of 19-year-old Michelle Lawless was found in her car stalled on the side of the road. 18-year-old Josh Kieser was arrested and charged for her murder, even though he was in a different state at the time as proven by witnesses, and spent the next 16 years of his life in prison. How was Josh imprisoned for a crime he didn't commit? Author Stephen Snodgrass expertly unveils the web of manipulation and corruption that led to Josh's conviction. Everything that could go wrong in the American justice system did. From snitch witnesses who were coached by law enforcement to lie, to withheld exculpatory evidence and an unscrupulous prosecutor knowing knowingly using false testimony that had been recanted. Snodgrass draws on interviews with Josh himself, the research of Sheriff Rick Walter, the first responder to the scene who later went on to exonerate Josh in a retrial, and his own legal analysis to reveal the truth behind the, the case, the conviction, and the exoneration. This book is timely, compassionate work, a timely, compassionate work of true crime that calls for better and more equitable justice for all. Sounds good. I'll be checking it out. And that's the news for this week. Uh, if you're at CrimeCon, enjoy yourself. And uh, be careful out there in Orlando. And it is the weekend, which is always reason to celebrate. And in the words of the incomparable Murray Saul, the godfather of Cleveland Radio, that means we gotta, gotta, gotta. Gotta, 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 gotta. Gotta, gotta, gotta. Get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a Fearful Symmetry production. Photo and artwork are licensed through Shutterstock. If you like the cut of my jib, I have another podcast you might enjoy called The Philosophy of Crime, in which I attempt to solve the big questions behind our true crime obsession by looking to philosophy for answers. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Sit, Brownie, sit. Good dog. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 